Hello, Jacksonville. We are Jack's Core, recording from Jack's Core. Today is Saturday, April 12, 2014, and we are at day four of the One Spark Festival. Oh, you can hear the awesomeness. The awesomeness. I thought you said the awesomeness. That too. And I don't even know what that means. You can hear the hubbub, which is awesome. Yeah, because we are in the thick of it. We are recording from the Main Street Park behind the main library, and we were set up right here beside the Gastrofest tent. Woo! And I'm here with my co-host, Tony Rochelle. Hello, everyone. Cameron Perry. Hey, everybody. My throat's a little messed up from dropping way too many F-bombs last night's show. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, hey. Hi, you kids. Hi, you wives. <laughs> <laughs> we are excited to be coming to you guys again to bring you a whole bunch of fresh coverage. I hope you guys enjoyed what we released last night or whatever date it is when this comes out. It was a little rough, but it was chock full of good content. So maybe we can go a little smoother today, but all the same. And nah. Meh. Who cares, right? Who this cares? is a mobile podcast. We don't want to fool anybody. We're keeping it real. Yeah. Really real. For real. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're going to go around today, we're going to talk to One Spark creators, officials, that random cop that was harassing Cameron Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Well, if we see him, we're pulling the mic out. I don't out. know. I think too many more connections. He might not leave me alone, ever. I, I don't know. I seriously <laughs> thought you were going to go to jail last night. <laughs> he was joking, I think. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you want to talk to us about, Cameron? Okay, so, first of all, it is our friend Jenny's birthday, Jen Borman. Jenny, I like to call you Jenny secretly. Yes. <laughs> when I'm thinking of you and I'm brushing my teeth in the morning and like, oh, my friend Jenny, happy birthday. How old are you going to be, Jenny? Talking to the mic. 22. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> happy 22nd birthday, Jen Borman. <laughs> so happy birthday, and um, it's a good way to spend your birthday week, one spark. Even though it's next week, I mean, this should be considered the highlight, right? This is the highlight. <laughs> Maybe that brunch. When that brunch happens, right? Brunch, brunch happens. happens. Yes, we are. Yes, poor girls we are. We may be a little hair of the dog right now. <laughs> mimosa Saturday. I mean, I'm not saying we had bottomless mimosas, but we had bottomless. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, we're in the thick of things, and it's kind of cool how much symbiosis is going on here. People's projects, hinging on people's projects, people helping each other. We've had a lot of people here at my GastroFest booth, which is Project 20026, just doing a really quick um, mentioning. It is um, going to be the big food festival in the spring that celebrates very, very local focus, big Jacksonville foodie culture. Um, we will have um, some of these people that have been here doing demos for us, like Trace Leches, um, Top of That. Um, the beer guy. We had very good farms doing farm to cocktails That's yesterday. Cool. Fresh, just muddling all this awesomeness and giving them away. So, and a lot of these people are creators as well. So they're helping us. We're helping them. Um, I'm gonna it's say really real, the spirit of this whole festival. Yeah, it, it is. It's. I mean, you're trying to push yourself. You really are because you need your funds. But it isn't necessarily a competition for a lot of these people. And so many of them, their goal is actually development in Jacksonville, kind of like with our podcast. So you know these. These other food creators or the bar Burlock and Barrel Boys, um, we want them to do well and come to our festival and be a part of it. Um, I'm going to grab Erin real quick. She's our the main creator with GastroFest. And we'll have an intermission. You want to hum, Shannon? Or are you just going to push pause? Just push pause. <laughs> so what do you want from me? Uh, so I went and grabbed Erin. Uh, uh, I'm just going to talk for a second about GastroFest. And um, you had this great idea of creating it. We went on the show before and talked about it. But if there's anything you want to say, we're going to have the craft beer coming out today. Or the 
Yeah, um, if you love food, you should vote for us. Yes. What's that number, Erin? <laughs> that number is 20026. Ow. Woo! It's a pretty simplistic pitch. If yeah. you love food. If you love food. As we know you do. Yes. You should vote for GastroFest because we want to showcase and educate you about what this city has to offer. And it has to offer a lot of great food and a, and a real variety of things. And more and more and but more and more and more uh, is developing Jacksonville's developing its own flavor, which is a mixture of that nice southern comfort with and coastal and yes, exactly. And so there's a lot of sophistication waving its way through it as well now. So people might not be aware. Yeah, two zero zero (laughs) two six. If you love food, vote for us. All right, all right. I'll let you get back to slinging, and I will go to podcast and come back and help later. Awesome. Also, free beer. Free beer free and beer. food and wine free and all beer that jazz. At the Main Street Park via Gastrofest. And you can drink on the streets in Duval tonight. Well, in the court. Yeah, this is a rare occasion. Do not miss the opportunity to wander the to streets drunkenly. To get drunk, drunk like all of the guys asking you for money. You might get the balls to ask them for money this time. Get a pitch. Hey, you got a cigarette I can borrow? You got a cigarette I can borrow? All right. We're, we're heading off to our next destination. Shannon, tell us about that real quick. We're going to talk to the One Spark creators and the One Spark PR people. So hopefully they can give us all the good details we haven't given you yet. So we'll see you then. Woo! Hey guys, you're back with me, your host Shannon Crisp, and I'm going to turn it over to Tony so we can do a little interview with a very special person. Hi everyone, we're in the inside the main library right now downtown, and we're talking with Joe Sampson, the executive director of One Spark. Hey Joe, thank you for being here. Hi, thanks so much. Um, could you just tell us a little bit about your journey to One Spark? How did you get involved with this? Yeah, sure. Um, early on before the inaugural event, uh, Elton and I had sort of hooked up, and um, he was looking for someone who could produce the uh, the first iteration of One Spark. And uh, I've got a really heavy um, background in producing large-scale events all over the world, so from corporate meetings and conferences to sporting events, festivals, concerts. Uh, I've kind of done a little bit of everything, and I was leading a company that was in growing. Um, it was a family of event production companies uh, based out of Jacksonville, but not super well-known in Jacksonville because we did so many traveling shows. But uh, uh, it, was a, it was a really, really tough decision for me, um, but honestly was really sold on Elton's vision for what OneSpark could become, not just for Jacksonville, but as a global platform for, for doers, really, for people that are ready to take their ideas to action. And, uh, and and signed on board knowing that, you know, hell, if this thing doesn't work out, we're going to be, uh, you know, back on the street and working, on, <laughs> yeah, working to find a new project. But uh, you know what? Um, I think uh, I think we can declare it a success. And uh, now that we're here... Uh, I would say you, know, you pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we're here in 2014, I think uh, it's just incredible, just unbelievable, blowing our minds. We expected this probably in year three, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but to have this sort of turnout and this sort of engagement, the level of national media and sort of the global you know, social influencers out there that are spreading the word about OneSpark and about Jacksonville, um, yeah, we're really humbled by, by how far we've come in a year. It's crazy how much it blew up. And this is OneSpark's second year, correct? Correct. How much has it changed from last year? Um, you know, not a whole lot. So the, the 
epicenter of OneSpark uh, remains and will always remain the creators. So connecting people and their ideas with the funding and the resources that they need to become a reality or to move forward. And when we say resources, I think people just sort of skip over that and they think, okay, well, it just must be another way to say money. Uh, no, so the funding is the money piece. Um, the resources are the human capital piece, and it's really, truly critical that we talk about that because uh, connecting creators with their potential market out there, especially in large numbers, is um, is priceless and one of the most valuable things that can happen for any early stage company or creative. Right. And um, OneSpark is going to become international this year, is that correct? Yeah, we'll be producing the inaugural OneSpark Berlin in mid-September. In September, that's yeah. exciting. Are you going to be in Berlin for that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it, I mean, is your vision like identical to what's happening here? Uh, so the, the, the overall vision um, at a high level is just for OneSpark to become a global platform for action. Uh, you, if you're familiar with TED and TEDx right. and uh, the folks at South By and all these folks, you know, you've got TED, who's like a global platform for thought dissemination. You've got South By, even though it's only in one city, it's just such a monster that it's a sort of a global platform for just like event activations and musicians. And, and uh, But I think there's a real gap that OneSpark is filling uh, in becoming a platform for action and building this... Uh, this global stage that highlights uh, talent in the markets in which we're uh, we're doing business um, or in which we're producing events, and uh, and uh, also makes those markets a place where people want to go to connect with resources. So it sort of uh, you know provides an ego boost for the existing creative and startup community, but it also uh, also sort of builds out an ecosystem uh, that people identify with. Um, you know similar to Silicon Valley or Austin or Portland, but, you know, it's not like, welcome to Austin, go away now, or welcome right. to Silicon Valley, we've got enough of you. Yeah. Um, you know, Jacksonville's a really welcoming place, Berlin right. is a really warm place, and, like, they're welcoming creatives, and they're welcoming new talent to their community, and, hey, there's a lot of resources on the ground that are available for you if you're willing to uh, take a chance. That's awesome. Did you have any questions? Um, I've heard something about uh, Brazil, maybe, is... Is there other places um, that are in the works? Somewhere? Yeah, so we've received a lot of interest from a lot of international markets, and there are some in the works. And we'd love to uh, we'd love to look at expanding into a third, maybe fourth market um, for 2015. Wow. Uh, and we're considering a lot of markets. I mean, from you know Seoul, South Korea, to um, to Joburg, to Bangalore, to Santiago, to San Diego. I mean, there's a lot of people that we're in, uh, having conver real real time conversations with about expanding the brand and. Uh, Honestly, though, like this week, our focus is on One Spark Jacksonville, uh, 2014. This thing, <laughs> this thing is amazing, and it's sort of taken all of our bandwidth. Uh, and then next week, we'll uh, we'll flip the switch and go to Berlin and uh, and and get that thing off the ground. Awesome. Well, I'd like to thank you because I have a project here. And yes, the way it's working is we have met other creators that are working towards the same vision. I'm with GastroFest. Some of them are other food, event, like Burlack and Barrel and other things. We're hoping that they'll have some uh, whiskey ready in time. And we're kind of helping promote each other and just encourage each other and share resources. And it's awesome. It is really exciting and getting people in a very good, positive place. So yeah, well, glad, glad you're able to make some connections, and best of luck. Thank you. Um, I was just going to say something I was thinking about as I was listening to you talk about your international expansion. 
was I could see the festival definitely tailoring to the needs of the individual communities. Is that your vision too? Whereas in Jacksonville, there's a large emphasis on food. There's a large emphasis on craft development. <laughs> yeah, craft beer. Um, That's actually just a selfish thing for me. <laughs> hey, us too. <laughs> we, we talked with Burlock and Barrel a couple of nights ago, so we're there. With the whiskey, yeah. But um, I saw a lot of gardening, a, a lot of uh, sustainable projects. So I think, like, um, I was speaking to someone the other day about a project in Africa where they were trying to think of how to solve some of the problems so they brought in chickens chickens were the answer like because they could lay eggs they could sell the surplus eggs they could you know they're really easy to breed maintain they're really inexpensive and so I could think when you're going to different places where they might not be they might not need as many craft breweries but (laughs) maybe those are the sort of projects so sort of diving in at the project level I think uh, the creators will always sort of define what projects are brought um, and uh, and the market will will define which projects move forward Right. right Uh, but I think at a, at a little bit of a higher level, I'm thinking of this um, organizationally and, and uh, from, uh, from a growth and expansion standpoint. I think um, uh, tactically, but also as a part of our core mission, it's really important that we, uh, we maintain that grassroots feel. So, I mean, when we mm-hmm. enter a new market, we're not just like, hey, guys, we're here. We're big deal. Uh, it's uh, right. it's like you know we've got to get a groundswell just like just like we did last year in Jacksonville and the first year we'll always you know uh, have that really grassroots feel and this I think this year we still have that yeah that most feel. definitely you know, it's, it's really incredible to to have uh, grown so large and uh, you know we're we're on target to to blow away two hundred thousand attendees at One Spark twenty fourteen in Jacks but uh, but there's definitely a grassroots you know feel with a lot of you know connectivity um, out there and that's uh, that's hugely important to us awesome well thank you so much for talking with us yeah, and, you're very um, busy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you have a good rest of your weekend yes <laughs> you too thanks awesome. so much great okay everybody this is Cameron we are on Adam Street in front of the Volstead with the guys from Perversion Magazine how you doing doing great it's Carl very Rosen well. you are the co-founder editor-in-chief Yep. And Jacob Farn, editor, writer. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing. So uh, we are Perversion Magazine. We just released our inaugural issue a couple of days ago. Um, and what we are trying to do is we're bringing a lot of art from the Northeast down to Jacksonville and kind of infusing Jacksonville's art scene with some art that it may have never seen before. Um, a lot of people hear the word perversion and uh, they usually kind of have a jerk reaction or a negative connotation with the word. But the actual word means uh, something that has been corrupted or changed from its original form. So what we're really trying to do with our magazine and our goal is to corrupt traditional notions, especially in Jacksonville's art scene, of art, literature, music, fashion, and magazine making in general and kind of do things our way and try to promote it. Um, we're kind of, we kind of think of ourselves as curators and curating the art the way we see it and want it to be. Awesome. So you guys, um, are you looking for funds specifically to for location? What are you doing with your OneSpark fund? Uh, yes, locations, uh, but also for to be, pay our staff as well. And uh, we're looking to be able to get equipment to do better stories, to do better pieces. Well, they look beautiful. Thank this you so great much. first edition. If I can get some pictures with you guys in this. Um, well, good luck. We're really excited. And, awesome. Um, how soon are you looking at actually having something up and running in full scale, or at least? Uh, so this um, this time we we had a print run of about 400 magazines. Next time we're looking to expand at least up to 2,500 magazines by July, and uh, that will be our second edition. We like to do this on a quarterly basis. We already have a full functioning website, so we'd like to have more traffic on the website as well. But yeah, hopefully by July we can also pay employees 
fund a $2,500 print run, or 2500 copy print run, and, uh, and also kind of expand a little bit more and have uh, a couple of different distributors across Jacksonville, especially. Cool. And what location would you be looking at if you did set up a permanent spot? We're looking for office space anywhere downtown or um, kind of a, we, we talked about this earlier actually, uh, we're looking for a, a really interesting office space that can kind of both be a spot where our employees can work individually or a great spot for them to collaborate and talk things out. Uh, something that we've really learned about our magazine lately, especially in making this printed issue, is that we all are talented in our own ways, but we're incredibly more talented together and we work really well together and we're all very close friends. That is very cool. You guys had a good one? Uh, yeah, I actually had one. If someone were to stop by your booth today, what would they have to do to take home one of these first editions? Uh, we're asking that you donate $10 via the OneSpark app uh, as a contributor. So uh, basically, sync your credit card to the OneSpark app and show us, the, take a screenshot and show us that you did it. It actually pops up on our record too. So if you just say you did it, we can check it out and the magazine is yours. By next week, we'll have them available on our website, perversionmag.com. And you guys can get them there. And also we'll have a, a subscription available beginning of next week as well. It's worth the 10 bucks. I'm looking at it. It's thick Beautiful. enough. It's just, yeah, it's lovely and it's full of content. So come by and get one. And also we'll link up everything on our um, page. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We're back and we're sitting in Sally's camper trailer and we're here to talk about her project, Sally uh, and Sewing Lounge. So we're going to ask her a couple of questions today. Would you like to say hi? Hey, happy to be here. So um, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about your project? Sure thing. I'm a local Jacksonville clothing and accessories designer and our business is expanding since we've moved here last year and we are looking to get our first retail space, office, and sewing lounge all in one. I know it's something I'm really excited about as a newcomer to sewing myself. When I read the description of your product, that's definitely something I would be interested in doing. So uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the space you want to create? Yeah, sure. Um, so most people nowadays don't sew. And to become uh, to adopt sewing as a hobby, you have to get a machine and countless tools. And next thing you know... It's a rather hundred, large investment, yeah, especially hundred, if you yeah. don't know if you want to do it yet. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds, of, hundreds, hundreds of dollars later, you're like... Okay, now I took a class, and then maybe I might like it. So we take all the work out of that, and you just show up, bring yourself, that's all. And we will teach you one-on-one -on -one classes or classroom-style stuff with more than one, you know, group settings. And then you can sew at your own pace, come as you like, and I'm always there working. So if you, you know, get, get caught in a seam, you just say, hey, help me, and I'm there to help. That's pretty fantastic. I, th I think it would really encourage people to try something that they otherwise might not want to invest that much in. So yeah. why do you think um, people should vote for your project? Well, I think uh, Jacksonville and just, you know, people in general need to be more sustainable with their clothing choices and um, their impact on the environment and purchasing things. And we like to really emphasize people being able to tailor their own clothes and not get rid of something because it's too big. We want to teach people how to tailor you know, sew your pants, hem your, hem your shorts. Reuse things instead yeah. of just throwing them away. Exactly. And make them look better by tightening them up, which yes. is important if you have a strange build, especially. So yes. You make things look nicer if you know how to do that. Well, manufactured clothing nowadays is not made to be quality. And yeah. tailoring is something that I'm very skilled at, and it's something I really like sharing with people. It's something I definitely want to learn. So 
you know, we'll, we'll get the votes tallied tomorrow, and we'll yeah. see how everybody's doing. So, awesome. with the funds that you will be granted, where, where do you hope to move forward from there? Um, we'd like to get a downtown location, uh, have about 10 machines, uh, all mid-century Kenmore's, and then also be able to sell my work and other local gents and other places. Sounds really fantastic. Well, yeah, thank you excited. for sitting down with us today. Thanks for having it's me. It's been fun here in this camper, taking a little yeah. break on the floor. It's oh, cool. yeah. Did I, did I remember to mention? Yep. Yep. If you um, guys want to stop by, we're at the, or tomorrow, it's the, the corner of the Main Street Park, and you can take a look at this uh, camper that she has refurbished, I yep. guess would be the yep. right she's word. A, her name is Shelby. She's a 1973 Shasta Compact. It's awesome. a big silver camper. And it's uh, you've refurbished it into a boutique, so people should mm-hmm. come by and take a look at all your nice little products of and uh, check it out. So uh, with that, we're going to close up uh, day four of One Spark 2014. Ooh, it's been a long one. <laughs> it has been a long one, but it went by rather strangely quickly. I don't know what happened there. So um, we'll come back to you tomorrow, Sunday, the day of the closing ceremonies, with all the recaps and uh, lots of information on how the voting went. So Yay. thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks again.